Welcome to the MediaCasters with your business besties, Karina Belizzi and Julie Loken. In every episode, you'll get behind-the-scenes access to experts who share their struggles and successes in podcasting, publishing, and presenting. So grab a pen, grab your bestie, and kick it with Karina and Jules. I'm grabbing a pen. Wait, and I'm grabbing my bestie. I'm so happy to see you. How are you? I am so good. I mean, tonight blows my mind, and it is nighttime here in Chicago. But and usually I'm settling into bed and watching my favorite show, like that I well, binge watch. And I can't believe they're here. Goosebumps. Oh my god. Okay, so I will just say that I feel like this is the perfect follow up to our episode where we featured Joe Kenda just a couple episodes ago. Oh my my my. Oh, my, my, my. So anybody who is into this whole world of true crime and even investigations, if you're curious about learning about what that world is like, then we have a treat and show for you. This is beyond a treat for me. I may cry, but it's (laughs) tears of joy. So today, you guys, our favorite people in the whole world, we are talking to investigator Chris Anderson and Fatima Silva, the stars, goosebumps of Investigation Discovery's hit show, Reasonable Doubt. And let's bring them up onto stage because I cannot wait a second longer. Oh, wait. Well, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait, Julie. No, you have to wait. You know the reason. Okay. We've got to give all of our audience a teaser, this wonderful teaser that they've given us the honor of being able to play for all of you so if you guys are on youtube you're going to be able to see this yourselves just a minute 19 a little teaser a oh, taste of this incredible okay. show called reasonable doubt can i is... say one thing first yes you can always watch chris's face because you can tell what he's thinking by his lips and <laughs> watch fatima's perfect hair i mean oh she always has perfect hair so oh my 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 oh my 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 <laughs> let's let's do it let's kick it karina Let's kick it. In any homicide investigation, you're usually looking for three elements. Motive, means, and opportunity. With Patrick, he's probably the only person that has any motive to kill his wife. We know that he has the means, but I don't know if he has the opportunity. That timeline is so tight. But we can't ignore how volatile that marriage was. There's really nobody else with that motive. So tomorrow I talk with Patrick. And after reviewing this case, you know, I'm really interested in the relationship that he and Deborah had. He's never really showed a whole lot of emotion. I just want to figure out how their relationship was. Was he excited about being a new dad? I'd like to know who he thinks could have done this. I don't want to hear, well, I just don't know. You know, I've thought about it and I can't think of anyone. We need something because that's not going to be somebody random. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow I have a really important interview. It's with... Deborah's daughters. I'm going to talk to them about what they knew about the marriage, what Patrick was like. I want to know, did they witness any violence? There are a lot of open wounds in this case. It's been 25 years, and nobody has been able to move forward. If we don't get this right, there won't be any healing. Wow. Well, Bone chilling. That's amazing. <laughs> Look who's here, everybody. Look at these beautiful people. We're in the presence of giants here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally giants. <laughs> Wait, how tall is Fatima and how tall is Chris? Yep. I'm only 5'6". 
Chris Only. is six five. <laughs> You're six five. Oh wow. Six five. Yeah. Giants. You know what's funny is everybody always talks about how tall he is, and I'm always like, is Chris that tall? Like, I'm <laughs> just maybe like I feel like we're equal. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably it. Like <laughs> well, and when you're sitting down across from one another, as you were in that minute 19 little preview into what your show is, I mean, gosh, it just gives us the sense that the work you're doing is so important. I mean, mm -hmm. people's lives are on the line mm -hmm. and there's so much pain and misery that surrounds anything as dramatic as one of these defining and terrible moments, right? Where mm -hmm. you lose a loved one. Uh, it is just such an emotional journey. So what I wanted to start this conversation by asking you is just what motivates you to do this and how do you feel as you're starting mm -hmm. to dig into one of these cases? You know, for, for me, and I'm sure it's the same for Fatima, we always have considered ourselves to be justice seekers no matter which side of the law that uh, we sit on. We both are justice seekers. So, you know, for us, we never want to take either side of these investigations of these cases very likely because there are you know we never want to open up any we don't never want to open up a wound on either side but there if there are questions that still remain after a uh a homicide investigation homicide trial then that those questions need to be answered and that's what fatima and i try to do Absolutely. I think, um, you know, I like that question because it does make me think about myself and what, you know, drives me in doing this work um, because it, it is hard work. Um, it's emotionally tolling. It's physically tolling. It's, it's a lot of travel. It's leaving your family. It's living out of hotel rooms and it's not glamorous. Um, and so, you know, there's moments that we're like, ooh, this is glamorous. You know, look at this. Though. I mean, barely. You're a little get... glamorous. You got a little glamorous, girl. Come I will on. Say that I'm going to talk about this. That oh, you do have hair and makeup. Okay. Oh, you're yeah. so. I do have hair. Hello, this is me at home. This is what you would get on TV. You have a glam it's, squad. Yes. They saw me and they were like, mm, this mom needs a glam squad. And she's, uh, our, our glam squad is Ching and she's mm -hmm. amazing. She does Chris too, not just me. Yeah. So that's oh, why yeah. Chris has a glam good. squad. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've gotten um, to the point now. I don't want to do anything without, without Ching being around us. Oh, my yeah. God. You're like, you're going to um, film me. I mean, where's Ching right. now? Like, where's Ching now? LA. Oh, I wish oh, he was we here. Her. We need but her here. really, it comes down to, um, I mean, my whole life has been pretty much seeking justice. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I do. And I think that um, the kind of people that do that kind of work are, are those who have um, just a large amount of empathy. Mm -hmm. And empathy comes from, you know, your own struggle, your own mm -hmm. loss, um, your own suffering. And when you've experienced it, when you've experienced being mistreated, um, not you know being treated equal, um, being overlooked, not feeling like you have the resources or your voice is being heard in the midst of something really difficult, uh, you do what you can to help others when that mm -hmm. experience arises for them. So I think that's, I know that's where mine and Chris's drive um, comes from. I like how you both can speak for each other. You're like, I know. We know each other that well. We know each other so well, you know. You guys are in the trenches, though. And you guys mm -hmm. are meeting with families who really want to exonerate their family member or loved one who is incarcerated, typically life sentence without parole. And, I mean, I've seen Fatima cry a handful of times on the 
pod, on the podcast, maybe on the podcast too, on the, <laughs> on the actual show, you know, what has been the most striking, life-changing experience doing this TV show? Because you're a defense attorney, you are a former detective, Chris Anderson, yet mm-hmm. you are back in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live in the Bay and there are helicopters outside my house right now, probably looking for someone. There's probably- a And you're, are you running out there like, so I who, just can I help? Help? who can I, I help? I, I, might, I might have to go close the door. <laughs> That's okay, we love you. Okay, so Chris, <laughs> take the question. I can go, I can go ahead you and take t- the question. Take uh, so yeah, um, you know, these cases are extremely emotional. Uh, they're 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 a roller coaster because look, you guys get to see just an hour of you know, Fatima and I talk for hours and hours and hours throughout the entire week when we're doing these investigations. And you know, sometimes we 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 land on this season. I can say we landed on the same side uh, for the majority of the cases that we looked into. Uh, so do you mean like been... when you meet with somebody, you know, you're both like guilty? Innocent, oh, no, absolutely not. Like not. Okay. No, 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 no. It's after the investigations have been done, even after there's sometimes where we're not on this, uh, you know, we don't know where we're landing or le- know where each other are landing after our debriefs, you know, that the, the portion of the, the, the one minute and 25 second teaser that y'all just showed, those are our debriefs. That's when mm-hmm. Fatima and I on camera come together. And, and on talk camera, about, like what a minute of that? We're really there yeah. a few hours. Yeah, yeah, we're there for You're hours. Summarizing it, and they're just going yeah, we're just summarizing back and the forth. Case. They the... pick right. what's juicy, and I'm like, you missed a whole good dialogue there. <laughs> right. Television, right? We don't I, in that part because it's, it's it's usually just she and I talking, you know, uh, and they'll take bits and pieces out of it, and they'll kind of say, okay, well, Chris, instead of saying it like this, say it like this way, you know. But at any rate. Uh, it's reality very TV. That's right. Reality, it's it? it's very and we're so for... bad at it, honestly. Right. Like they you guys are not. No, we are. <laughs> no, we're bad at the TV. We're great at playing ourselves, but then they'll right. say, um, like our producer, I love him, God bless him. He'll be like, can you just say that with a little more like oomph? And I'm like, right. what is oomph? Like what? That's <laughs> how I said it. That's that's what I meant. And and people, now then I'm like, people you want don't. Me to act oh, so it? you're getting directed in people the don't, scenes. People don't realize Sometimes. we're not actors. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, oh, it's it's rare. Like like those scenes, like uh, our debriefs, uh, you know, those are, that's where we're getting most of the direction from. But and we probably need it because there's times, honestly, it's a long week. Like when we're diving into these cases, Chris and I get very little sleep. We can be texting. Mm-hmm. I know that if I'm gonna text my brother at like three in the morning, he's gonna respond. Chris is gonna respond mm-hmm. to me because he's he's up, and I'm like, I need this, or what are your thoughts on this? So. Sometimes we have moments where they're in our ear and they're like, can you can you wake up a little bit in this conversation? <laughs> so that's when they'll redirect us. Like, can you say that again with your eyes fully open? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, so, and when I'm tired, I'm so moody. I feel bad for everyone, the whole crew, because it's like, get Fatima Snickers or something for a five-minute nap. Well, having, um, I've done a bit of directing in, in my time in the Natural Channel when it comes to creating mm-hmm. some content. And what I'll say is often, if especially if the um, the talent gets into the jargon, then you know that the audience might not understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So you have to stop mm-hmm. things and kind of, hey, like, how do we see this a little bit more simply so that the audience can come with us on this journey? Mm-hmm. And that's a tough thing to do. This is why there's mm-hmm. so much production around reality TV even, or, you right. know, what you're doing is this kind of 
it's a deep investigation that's being televised in bits and pieces and then they have to make it all make sense in a tv show format that's going to be told in an hour mm -hmm. each week right mm -hmm. right yeah so that's the reality is you know we're in the middle of these deep deep hard conversations um intense material that we're mm -hmm. investigating researching our conversations and then in the midst of it you know sometimes you just get that director who comes out and goes can you do that again and we're like no no, absolutely not. <laughs> but we do because we're good employees. Uh, you know, we're we're good at uh, talent. They call us. Yeah. Also. Um, <laughs> but it is it is difficult. Um, I, what I can say is the way that we get through the weeks of work that we do is we are like a family on the road. So this is season five. I've been on four seasons. I'd say majority of our crew have been the same people, and. Um, there was one season where I was telling, um, you know, somebody helping me with the contract, I'll do it again, just because I, you know, love everybody I work with. And she goes, I've never heard that reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it's true. I really, we really are a family. I feel like the people who work with us, um, they are seeking truth just as much. Our camera guys, like the all the crew, our makeup artists, everybody wants to talk about the cases, wants to be a part of it. Um, they're behind the scenes crying with us. So it's nice to have that. And being on the road, I mean, particularly Fatima, who has a young family, I don't know specifically about Chris, what kind of toll does it take being on the road and being a superstar and coming then coming home and being with your children or partner? It's got to be like adjustments all the time. Chris is an, has, is an empty nester. He's lucky. He's like, it's no problem. My wife no, likes when I leave. I know, right? You know, look, I think uh, me traveling has been good for my marriage. You know, yeah. my wife gets to travel every every once in a while, um, you know, but being away, it's, it's just, you know, I've, I've been in the game for a long time. I've been been doing this for a while now. So, it, it, I mean, plus I don't have young kids and I know it's I know how hard it is for Fatima. You know, I, I know that this takes a toll on her because she has a young son at home. And look, God love Luke. He, he is a true mm -hmm. kid. You know, I see our first season. Well, I'm sorry, not our first season, but after he was born, this kid had more flights than than anything. And she's a different person <laughs> oh, wait, as a mom. A, did you give birth to him? And then you started? He was he was traveling with yep. us at two months old. Oh, wow. Yep. That's yeah, so that um, that season was brutal because I had yeah, I it. very little sleep. Um, God bless my husband was on the road with us. He was he was filming all the murders with us. Um, he did it right. for six months. Um, and then we realized I'm never doing that again. So now I leave him and it is hard mom guilt, you know, so as soon as we're back, we know mom filming, guilt girl. Yes. Mama. And I have it bad because then what I do is when I come home, I probably could use a nice recharge. Um, but instead I dive into momming and, you know, my husband's like, here you go. Bye. <laughs> um, and because we're gone two weeks a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we do that for about five, six months. Um, and so when I get home, I hit the ground running with momming and with my office, I'm still a local defense attorney. I still accept cases. So I kind of just try to do it all. And by the end of the season, we are burnt out. Like <laughs> our final, I think our final scene, this, this, um, last episode, our final scene, we kept, 
we just they kept having us redo something the audio wasn't working or something and chris and i are just like just cut like we're done like we're done just say we're done because we were just so exhausted with the season you you hit a point where you realize the content is so heavy eventually you need before you have a breakdown you need a break mm -hmm. yeah so can you talk to us about how you guys first got into this how did the show happen what led to it oh wow okay so uh, our producer the creator of the show is a guy by the name of rob rosen rob is is we call him a, a just a he's a genius uh when it comes to producing television to come up with this type of show nobody would have ever thought to put together a former cop and a defense attorney together because we don't even we rarely work together as a team in in, in the courts so bringing these two different perspectives in on a case so heavy as a homicide case where there are questions if it was a correct or a, a wrongful conviction it takes somebody that has a, a as an outside of the box type thinker and that's exactly what rob rosen is so uh <clears throat> when i was contacted by the show you know i was uh about to retire from my first job with was with the birmingham police department as a as a de detective supervisor and uh they called me and asked me said look man we I would know you're still working and uh but do you know of any detectives that were a part of the first show that i was on uh that uh are Which about to retire first 48 that was first 48 correct so uh and you know like i said i don't want to i don't want to talk to you about the god moments that's within this show but that this was a, a the reason why i'm a part of the show is it was a straight it was all god god put set forth the motions because when they called me they were looking for somebody that was about to retire well i was about to retire you know it was maybe three or four days before I, on my last day i was actually training my replacement that's how close to retirement i was so you know uh we go through the motions i get on a zoom call and after about three months of me waiting and not hearing anything they give me a call back and said man we've been trying to get back in contact with you because i had turned in my phone number that i gave them <laughs> to contact me <laughs> and uh the rest is is kind of history you know i did the first season i had a, another partner and then they bought my other half along that's fatima and we have been going for four seasons for, for four seasons now together uh, this is our fifth season with reasonable doubt. And I mean, you know, it's been, it's, I don't think the show would be as good as, as it was without Fatima. I, I, I'll say that for anybody because she makes me a better investigator. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we, now we understand each other. We, we, we know where each other stands. And I think it, it just, you can see it. You'll be able to see it tonight. If you watch the episode, we're just a better uh, uh, partnership. We have a better partnership because we understand each other so well. Yeah. Well, what I will say, having, I just watched episode one of season five, which is guiltless or heartless, very <laughs> aptly named, which really set the stage, I think for, you know, the entire season. And I'm hooked. I want to go watch the rest of it. Um, honestly, I saw a strong like what looks like kindred spirit chemistry with you both on screen mm -hmm. and i think it it just showcases for the entire community like you can be on the same side even if mm -hmm. you don't have the same idea mm -hmm. of what the outcome will be and if we get more collaboration in law enforcement then i think we'll have better outcomes overall right yeah, absolutely, absolutely. that's we, why we, you know that's why we we 
applaud um, Rob Rose and our producers because it is progressive to have a show like this. And it started back in 2017 or 2016. I can't remember, Chris. Um, doesn't matter because I wasn't on that season. That's right, girl. <laughs> anyway, um, but I mean, the truth is, it's what you now are seeing in a lot of different um, prosecutors' offices across the country is now integrity units that are gathering defense attorneys, investigators, experts, basically everything we have on our show, bringing them together and taking a second look at cases and saying, this needs a review. Is it a wrongful conviction? And so the fact that we can work together and, and, you know, Chris gets heat, I get heat, we're over it. We don't care. I, I remember yeah. my, you know, like my first season, somebody had called me the biggest insult I could ever have, which was, um, they were like, she's like a prosecutor. And I really, <laughs> you know, took it to heart and I was like, I can't do this show. You know, people think that I'm not good at my job at being a defense attorney. And I just constantly needed the reminders for a few seasons that I'm not a defense attorney on this show. I'm on this show because of my experience, because of our ability, our backgrounds, our expertise to look at evidence, but in an objective light, one that is actually going to bring about justice and truth. And so if the truth is that that person likely did it, then we are here to free the family, not to free the convict. These people there was an episode last week and a lot of people have even said like that was a strange episode because if you saw it, you know, it's, they were like, she's obviously guilty. You know, we still Which looked in. Which one? Laverne Fields. Okay. Um, yeah. And so we still looked into it because if you watch the episode, these children, they are begging for permission to move on in life, mm -hmm. but they're not sure. And just because everybody else is sure, everybody's got an opinion, everybody's a little, you know, one of those uh, true crime sleuths uh, getting on there and having their own, you know, opinion which is wonderful, we appreciate it, but these are people's lives. And these are children um, who have lost um, their mother for life in prison and they need answers and they're begging for some answers so that they could actually have a quality life. We don't take that lightly. So we're not gonna sit there and go, but it's pretty obvious or, you know, we, mm. we really do look at the case and go, is it possible? Because sometimes when it's pretty obvious to people, those convictions have been overturned. DNA mm -hmm. evidence has exonerated someone. So don't think you know the whole story because you know you watch a lot of true crime. We have to stay open-minded and we really have to stay empathetic with these families. And that's mine and Chris's number one goal. So when it comes to the kids like last week, we are gonna sit there and make sure that they understand it all, that they can finally have peace and move forward, which they've told us they have. And that's wonderful news to us. Mm -hmm. So. I may not have been able to free a convict, no, but I, I'm doing my job, which which this show requires. Well, you're keeping people safe if you keep somebody who's guilty of these sorts of things behind <laughs> right. ours as well. So, I mean, that's mm -hmm. a, an incredible service. And, and honestly, it's something I admire, this tenacity that both of you have to, to really see these issues through and to look at each case freshly, which I just think is great. So thank you for the service. And it's therapeutic. You. You're giving therapy to the families either mm -hmm. way. And how many cases have you been responsible for overturning? Overturning is interesting. I mean, we actually, there's a lot of cases in the works right now that are waiting mm -hmm. for a retrial or appeals. Um, what we've been responsible for, um, our experts in one of our episodes have, there's different lingo. So there is um, overturning a conviction. 
and then there is exoneration. There has been one that um, the conviction was overturned due to our fire experts testimony. Which one? Which one? Oh, uh, Claude Garrett. Claude Garrett is season two. It's season two. It's fire. It's a is fire. The one where you set okay. Set the he set a fire. We fire. actually, we yeah. actually, interestingly, didn't get behind the case because there was some discrepancy in the story. Um, I think we've learned from that case though because our expert, our expert did help um, in the court, and that was overturned. Um, we've had a lot. I'd say five early paroles now, early releases due mm -hmm. to probably just the show alone or. We just had one that had an early release because his appeal is going forward and he's likely, he was likely going to win. Mm -hmm. um, but what they do is, this is the way our system works, is people need to understand if you win, uh, you know, an overturning a conviction or exoneration, there's lawsuits filed, the city mm -hmm. has to pay. A lot of things are involved in it that nobody really wants to get their hands dirty. So what they do is they dangle a really good offer that says, hey, credit for time served, what do you think? And it's cruel and it's an additional punishment because these people deserve exoneration. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do if you've been behind bars for 30 years? Are you going to still risk it and say, no, I want to wait for my appeal? Most mm -hmm. don't. I'm out of there. So, yeah. So there's been stuff, um, I'd say, I don't know. I think it's five early releases of parole, um, one conviction overturned and one um, awaiting retrial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. And seriously, I've been binge watched Reasonable Doubt and all the names kind of like get, I get lost in the names. I remember the details, but <laughs> yeah, we do know, too. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> you know, it is so delicious in how you you set the whole stage that you have the family. You meet with the family and they give you the five leads for each of you. And Fatima mm -hmm. does the leads for the legal legal follow-up and Chris does the police investigation, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I love how it flows. And I gotta say, like watching it, it's like in an instant I'm 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 judge and jury and I'm like, yeah, he's guilty. He's guilty. And most <laughs> people I feel like are guilty on the show. Like ninety percent or maybe eighty percent are guilty. Mm -hmm. And then I love to watch Chris's face. And I told him this when we did our clubhouse room like he, I can tell, he's like the human lie detector in his <laughs> And I can tell if Everybody he, calls you that. I love it. He's like, I know. <laughs> and I know, like, what he's, it's like, I know what you're thinking. Like, right now, <laughs> what are you thinking? He's like, he's like, oh, my God, she called me out. <laughs> you know, he you know, look. this signature look to him. It's funny. I like this one. He does the whole, <laughs> I'm always doing this. <laughs> I can't I can't read Fatima's Fatima's much, you know, but because Chris not, is like an open I'm book. I like an opinion on guilt or innocence till the very end because that's you're like my very job. stone. I just try to listen. Um But you're I, good. You're lovable. I do ask Chris, and you wear good heels too. You wear nice heels, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, she's wearing I, heels again. I do ask Chris sometimes I'm like, Can you teach me some of those, you know, tips? Um and throughout the seasons I've learned to have that gauge that he has and he's like, You hear the way that you know, they were just deflecting the whole time um, mm -hmm. rather than just saying, I don't know. It's always something oh, yeah, like deflecting that. and I'm like, okay, but I don't like to do that because then it, I don't want it to influence me in my, my day job and what I do. I just, I'm the person who's the second, third chance girl. I'm going to say, maybe you didn't, maybe you did. <laughs> um, you know, we still love you. Go pray about it. Get forgiveness. And 
Your son's you know, very lucky, Fatima. He is. He is. He is. Oh, he's second, all, third chance. Right. He, he is. A, yeah. Here's the thing that 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 uh, the, the the reason why if I'm ever in trouble, I would always call Fatima. Fatima is the first person that I'm gonna call to defend me because you know, look, she she's gonna fight vigorously she's going to fight vehemently for you and your freedom you know when she's in her in that mode but we've learned that we all have lanes in this show i'm i couldn't i can't be a defense attorney i'm not a show producer you know so but i know my lane that you know investigative work that's what i've done for the past 20 27 years now you know uh and you know i think i've made some you know, I've learned a, a thing or two, but one thing that I've never learned how to do is to have a poker face. I don't have a poker face. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not that type of person. You know, That's if, if you if <laughs> right, if you say something to me that does not match with the physical evidence we have on the scene, or if you say something to me that I know I have evidence that proves otherwise, I'm gonna give you a a a, a, a side twist, you know, a little, wait a minute now, that doesn't match with what I've I've learned. Like, and that was the case, that was part of the reason why we didn't get behind Claude Garrett's case. If y'all can still hear me, I dropped one of my ear, mm -hmm. ear bikes. That was part of the reason why we didn't get behind the Claude Garrett case, because there was evidence in that case that we had access to that he says didn't happen and that was the domestic violence that happened between he and his wife and he told me that during his interview now we couldn't we could i mean having being armed with that information it, it's part of the reason that's part of the reason why we didn't get behind that case but you know that was that but our experts were able to say that there was some testimony that was given in his case that uh that shouldn't have been given and it misled the jury and that's the reason why his case was overturned which <clears throat> you know I'm, I'm i'm perfectly fine with that but that's part those are some of the reasons why you see the side turn and my you might hear my my or my i might do this and my eyes or eyebrows will get raised you know because i have evidence or something you say it doesn't match <laughs> We'll I love it when you do that to me because then um, oh, when we're crap. doing the debrief, you do it to me, and then I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> what? Like, bring it, <laughs> bring it on." And then like, Chris. we'll we'll start to go at it, and then afterward, I look at the producers, and I'm like, "Wasn't that good TV?" And then they don't even use it. And I'm like, like right, Chris, use that of it. "Why wouldn't you want Chris and I fighting? It's so fun. <laughs> that would be really fun. I mean, to see sparring, like, or just dif a real difference of opinion. You know, you must have so difference much. of opinion. It's normally him being the bigger person and going, "Okay, Pana, okay, but, okay." But I don't, I don't fight with it. I'm not gonna fight with it. I, I mean, I'm not gonna. It, it'll probably when I see that, especially if we get, you know, if we get heated, if we, if both of us believe into something so much, we're gonna fight for it. But I've gotten to the point where Fatima's like my little sister. She, not like Fatima is my little sister. You know how you have, I don't know if y'all have older brothers, but if you have a younger sister. Look at oh, him. We he's, lost like, he's like telling you <laughs> what you should be doing, Fatima. Like, I know we lost you're him. You're my little sister. Connection yeah. speed issue. But... So Fatima, what is he saying? Because I think you can read his mind right now. He's probably saying that, you know, I just like a little sister. She's not going to stop. I am the baby of my family. We are all Virgos. Um, the whole production oh. team are Virgos. Really? Oh, there you go, Karina. Yes. Karina, um, you're Virgos. Virgo too, right? 
September 7th, baby. Yep. Yeah. Right Chris is September 12th as soon as he gets back. Oh, that's my mom's birthday. Um, oh. Mine is Friday. She's going uh-huh. to show you. Oh, look at her. Look at him. He's like telling you what to do. He doesn't even know he was frozen for like <laughs> two minutes. Oh, he's frozen again. He's frozen His, again. Your birthday's Friday? So my birthday's Friday. I celebrate 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. You're so yeah. a baby. You're a little baby. Am I? Bro. Thank you. Um, That's amazing. You're doing yeah, so many so, amazing things. 40 years old. And look, look at you. Like, did you oh, ever think you. like my question is like, you go to law school. I went to law school, like never in my mind, estate planning, by the way. <laughs> did I ever think that there was going to be a reality show with my face? <laughs> my I love, sorry, Chris. This is That's okay. Much. Fatima's telling us all uh, about you now. Oh, really? I, I, I pretty much figured. I heard most of that. Just so oh, you, you did? Know. Shoot. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't hear um, <laughs> I didn't, you know, I honestly uh, would never. I mean, this is not what you go to law school for to be on TV. Um, I mean, honestly, my dreams were to be on Broadway one day. I'm a, really? such, a, I'm such a Broadway geek. Sing us something. I'm a theater geek. <laughs> No, I can't right now on the spot. Yeah, you but, can. Um, a Broadway oh, you're gonna wake your son up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, although he he loves to sing with me. Um, and so I that, I decided law school. I thought like that's definitely where I would be able to excel. Um, when we when I got the call, I wasn't as open to it. I thought it sounded crazy. Um, it sounded like a just something that would disrupt my practice. Um, and so. I, they were like, well, let us just come and film you. So they came to my office and they filmed me and they had like cameras right here. And I'm trying to talk to a client and they're just like in my face. And I'm like, this is not, I'm sweaty in my suit. And I'm just, I'm not feeling like pregnant? myself. No, I wasn't oh. pregnant yet. Um, and then, you know, the, the director, I mean, the producer afterward gives me feedback. Can you try this? And I'm like, you know what? Like, I know how to do my job. Like, I don't need this, right? Like, I don't even know what you guys want to do. At the time, I didn't really understand the project because it was um, kind of secretive because there was somebody else season one. Um, so what it came down to was they, many months later too, they they called me back and I said, I thought you guys forgot and I hoped you had forgotten because this doesn't sound like it's up my alley. And they said, no, as a matter of fact, you know, we, we, we'd like you. Um, and... I at first was hesitant, and so they just flew me to LA. They flew Chris to LA, and they just said, just meet your partner. This is the guy you'd be working with. You can pick his brain, ask him anything, and then if you don't want to do it, you don't have to, but you should know a little more about what it's like. And the rest is history. I met Chris, and you know, I know his heart. I know what kind of man he is. I know what kind of investigator he is. Mm-hmm. It, it showed early on. You just feel when a person is sincere and authentic in what they do and passionate. And I thought, ooh, we can make a good team. Um, so, and then I thought, well, it's only going to be one season anyway, because <laughs> you, know, you never know with these things. And here we are years <clears throat> later. So was there something that you wish you'd known before you started this whole endeavor that you could share with us and perhaps anybody interested in kind of pursuing anything in the film TV arena could take that with them. Oh, so, okay. Are you talking more television or more like this kind of work? I think because we separate the two a bit. Like we have like, there's the show, which is fun, but then like we have our actual work that we do. So, so give me both from television and from that work perspective. 
Oh, well, from television, uh, what I could tell people is, holy moly, TV people work really hard. Like, I, my hours and days are longer doing the show than they are back at the office. I mean, it's really intense. Um, I'll be like, guys, we're on 12 hours now. Like, I need sleep. And, and everybody else is just nice as can be. Um, you know, people get a little grouchy, but they don't vocalize it like me. I'm like, we need to go home. We need to eat. <laughs> um, I'm obviously not built for television in that way. They are a hard working crew. And then when they're done filming, they're tearing everything down and they're, and they're just the most pleasant people because they're all doing what they love. Um, and it's, it's tired, very tiring work, but they love it. Um, so, you know, if you, want to meet some incredible people um, and, and learn hard work and grit, do a TV show. It's not, I mean, we're sitting half the time in a parking lot eating our lunch or, you know, just things don't work out. We're trying to hunt a witness on the street and we're in the middle of Chicago in a borough. That is not the safest. Um, but everybody's doing their job because everyone's just honored to be a part of, especially a show like this. I think we all feel very blessed to be a part of this show to be a part of one another's lives and we wanna do the best for each other. Um, it's not just Chris and I who we bring our A game for one another, we bring it for the families, we bring it for the whole crew because everybody's working hard. Um, so I'd say that that was like the most mind blowing thing for me. Uh, if, if it were up to me, I mean, on the from the business end as far as being on television, I would say uh, the biggest thing, Excuse me. Bless you. The, Bless the you. biggest thank you. <laughs> the biggest thing that I've learned is uh well number one to be responsible. It's not all of the glitz and glamour. If, if you think that you're gonna come to a, 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 a you know, there are some people that that go into television and that's all they do. You know, I, well, Fatima and I work every day. You know, outside of television, we still keep our eight to five, nine to five jobs, uh, and. Um, it's because we just love the main reason is because we love what we do. Uh, I love, I still love police work. I still love the profession. Uh, but when we come together for television, you know, it, we're going to, we're going to put forth 100% effort into finding justice for these victims. No, no, I mean, for these, the, the families that bring us in, no matter which side or, or where we land, we're going to bring it, but it's not all glitz and glamor. Uh, you know, don't go in and, and quit your job and buy the biggest house in, in California and, and things of that nature. You know? Please, California? <laughs> yeah. No. You Did y'all not hear the helicopter outside my door? <laughs> probably in my backyard. But, but you know, I, I, I think that our, our, our show, which is not a show for us, I think we have a much bigger purpose uh, than, than just to be to, to, to give it this little, put it in this box and call it entertainment. It's much deeper, it's much bigger. And I think that it's, it's impacting uh, law enforcement as we know it. I think it's impacting uh, a, a, the, the way that attorneys see cases as we know it. And uh, as a whole, our entire criminal justice system, I think that what we're doing has, has an impact on all of it. Well, I think you're inspiring young people. <clears throat> So, well, you're you know. and you're doing it with a purpose. Your mm -hmm. mission is very purpose-based, and that makes it okay for you both to be away from your families for two weeks a month. And it just makes sense because you know that you're changing the world. You're changing the landscape 
of how cases are driven and exonerating people that are innocent. And there's a need for that. And not a lot of people probably want to advocate for those people. You know, I don't No, And the people don't want to hear their families when they make those cries for help or those pleas of my loved ones uh, innocent. My son didn't do it. People, they don't, they just go, oh, sure. And I think this show shows that other side, that these people are also victims. They deserve answers also. Mm-hmm. They're living behind bars, despite the fact that they're free. Um, so I think it's just the human connection also. Of course, our goal is to educate viewers who could be potential jurors one day. But there's a human connection to our show um, where compassion and empathy really takes precedent. I think that's what we lack a lot in true crime these days because people want to glorify and watch a murder and and they think it's entertaining or people are like, well, I could learn from this. That's that's a lot of people's pain that is being, uh, you know, televised. And it's hard for people to go through that over and over. So there needs to be a purpose behind it. And I think that's what helps Chris and I in doing the show. We know the purpose behind it. And it is absolutely not just for people to watch for entertainment purposes. You better learn something. You better go and tell your friends. You better exercise it when, you know, when you're out um, and in a situation on any level, whether it's compassion, empathy, fighting for justice, asking questions, all of it. Well, this has been, I mean, I'm fangirling right now, Karina, <laughs> if you can't tell. I, like, I want to kind of go over the house and, you know, hang out with them. I don't know. They're both like. Come on over. Me and the like, kid here. Oh, you know, I've got baby. I've got boys now that could babysit your little baby, <laughs> baby go. boy. But I mean, it is, it's so fascinating for me to understand the, the trajectory and the story behind the story and as probably I'm going to, there might be some people disagreeing, but as your biggest fan, you know, just to know that you guys are two people driven by a mission, making a difference with the glam squad. Hey, Ching. And, <laughs> you know, it, it is something so inspiring. I mean, I'm thinking Karina and I need a reality show or something. <laughs> and Chris and I are thinking we need what you guys have. This little podcast thing looks fun. Like, it looks oh, this is just StreamYard, girl. I know, just hanging with your bestie and talking. Yeah. That could be Chris and I all day. Oh, well, you guys have a podcast, though, too. Well, we don't this season, unfortunately. Um, so that's why we're like, let's just start our own podcast. Good. And actually, this audio, I'm not sure what that says. The audio, you can use, you can just upload it to your RSS feed and you can pretend like you have a podcast. You know, uh-huh. you can repurpose a lot of like okay. all the interviews that you guys are doing, you can repurpose it and upload it to your RSS feed. So you really don't have to do anything. Oh, wow. how about them apples? I love, I love it. it. Julie's, Julie's going to show us. Woo. Okay. But you guys are amazing. Okay. And Thank I'm, you. I don't want to say goodbye. And I know Karina's like, Julie, she's giving me the look like Julie, the time has come. <laughs> okay. Well, we ask all of our guests to say just a couple of words on exit. And we, we like it with feeling and with style. And that's just the two words, kick it. Kick it. Okay. Let's kick it. <laughs> kick it. Do it together. Can we get it together? Oh. One. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Kick it. Kick it. Chris, you, this is how we are on television. <laughs>
This is basically Wait. what happened. Caught. Redo. Did, did, Take did I, five. Did I come in too early or was it late? <laughs> I love you so much, Pop. No. I don't know what's going on over there with your delay. It's Have amazing. you had bourbon tonight already? Have you had No, not yet. It's, a it's, bourbon. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's cookie I'm, juice. I'm, it's cookie juice. Yeah, I'm it a helps him. It helps him. With, it helps him work better. Yeah, he's a better <laughs> cookie juice. You know, that's actually a really good name for a podcast. You guys should get it together. Cookie, oh, juice. Together cookie, call juice. It cookie juice. We would need Rob for that. I can't really handle my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one, two, three. Kick, Kick it. it. Kick it. Is, this, is it they coming late? I think there's was a good. delay in Alabama. That's all right. You're from yeah. Alabama. You guys do things a little slower. Slow <laughs> uptake. All right. We love you guys. Check out Thanks, Reasonable man. Doubt. I don't know if there's is a reverb. We can cut this out, but check out Reasonable Doubt. It's my favorite. I'm going to jump into bed right after this and watch the latest episode. Tuesday nights on Investigation Discovery. Check out everything in the show notes and get obsessed with Fatima and Chris like I am. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, you can find it on Amazon Prime too, because that's where I go for a lot of this stuff. I got an episode special for only a buck fifty to check it out. It's oh. fun, so nice. And um, I just think there's so many ways to get your content now. So you can subscribe, of course, to Discovery Plus, or you can, you know, find it even on Amazon. Everything's on Amazon these days. It's crazy, huh? check out reasonable doubt it's my favorite i'm going to jump into bed right after this and watch the latest episode tuesday nights on investigation discovery check out everything in the show notes and get obsessed with fatima and chris like i am yeah it's a great show um you can find it on amazon prime too because that's where i go for a lot of this stuff I got an episode special for only a buck fifty to check it out. It was oh. fun, so nice. And um, um, I just I think there's so many ways to get your content now. So you can subscribe, of course, to Discovery Plus, or you can, you know, find it even on Amazon. Everything's on Amazon these days. It's crazy, huh? Everything. All right, stick around for just a minute. Jules, are thank ready you. To Thanks for having us. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Media Casters. You can keep this conversation going and kick it with Karina and Jules in live office hours each week. Visit themediacasters.mn.co to sign up. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe whenever you listen. Let's kick it.